All right. Hey guys, I'm Renal Preville. I'm sitting with my favorite comedian, Randy Vega. What's up? You want to tell your social media? Uh, yeah, follow me on Funny Ginger Reekin. That's Funny Ginger Reekin. It's two R's there. Okay, I know it's long. I got to change it, but I'm trying to live up to a name. Okay. You explain that real quick. What, what's the uh, name? I'm right? half Puerto Rican. Actually, I'm full Puerto Rican, but people think I'm white because of the red beard. So I usually get called Ginger a lot. They call me Soulless. No, so I, I claim lie, it and bro. I kind of make fun of it. You know. I ain't gonna lie. I thought you were white. No, that really happens, and yeah. I've experienced white privilege before. All right. <laughs> It's a cool thing, but I don't like using it all the time. I like my hoodness. Well, what got you doing comedy? My dad, man. My dad had me listening to Eddie Murphy, Ron DeLiris, when I was like 10 years old on the cassette. I do. Yeah. That, that 10 years old, that's a little too young. I, but. It was it was okay because I used to hang out with my brother. He was like five years older than I am, four years older than I am. Yeah. Four years older than I am. And I used to hang out with older kids. So I used to pick up on stuff a lot sooner in life, mm. understanding what they were talking about instead of... Being did a you pick it up or did they explain it to you? I would pick it up because one of them, they would all be talking about it, and I would pick up on it and just gotcha. put two and two together. That's smart. So, yeah, you know, it is what it is. So you would get the older people to laugh, but your kids your own age, you couldn't... They never understood what the fuck I was talking about. They just... I would be talking about stuff that, you know, 14 years old, 18, 19, 20-year-olds are all talking about because That's I'd be hanging crazy. out with them playing basketball and stuff when I was younger. Yeah, you, uh, and your, just boy chilling. Was, your boy was telling me you were bald, man. Yeah, I used to ball a lot. Uh trying to get back into shape now and gain a lot of pounds like a lot hella weight <laughs> yeah i know i look very uncomfortable sitting here this is as comfortable as i'm gonna be um yeah i gain a lot of weight I'm trying to lose it now to get back into it but yeah, i used to play basketball heavily i used to be big in the basketball yeah. i play all sports you give me a sport i'll pick it up in a heartbeat and learn how to play it what are you thinking that stand-up is a job like when did it become play to i don't i don't i don't even th- like stand-up to me is always going to be enjoying uh, enjoyed as a play when i'm on stage it's always going to be I'm here to have fun and do this. Let's have fun. You know what I mean? Because that's my, like, I love doing the stand-up aspect of it. Everything else that comes around it, that can be the work. That can be the entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know, if I do videos or sketches or, or um, podcasts, that's always fun. I consider that part of work to promote what I love to do so much. Mm-hmm. What are the, you know, like, we all have a job, like, um, a regular job. You don't need to do detail about yours. There's things I love about my job, and there's things I hate about my job. Now, this comedy, you know the things you love. What are the things you hate? I hate gossip, but that comes with any kind of regular 9-to-5 job or anything like that. Yeah. I'm not one to try to gossip. I like to keep my own when it comes to that stuff. There's not much I hate about that. Only there's one. The, okay, the only thing I really like that... Some people deserve shots that they haven't gotten yet. You know what I mean? And that mm-hmm. comes with any territory. So, you know, I'm just... I'm the kind of guy who's going to keep his head low and keep grinding with the punches mm-hmm. until I get my shot. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep chasing that dream. You know what I mean? You're a hustler, bro. I, I see that. Yeah. It's, it's the way I was raised. You get what you want. You don't... No handouts. You get what you... go get what you want. You know? I like that. So... Well, what got your creative outlook? Like, how do you write? What's your start? What's your uh, process? Well, I, everyday stuff. I, I think everything is on the table to laugh at. Really? Everything is fun on the table. Like, the other day I saw um, a lady in a wheelchair going on the street and then I guess it was her husband mm-hmm. with her in the power scooter now I know you guys have probably seen a video where the girl's holding onto the back of the power scooter and they're going on the street and you hear the song they see me rolling that song no this fucker was like four or five feet ahead of her going looking back like hurry up like what an <laughs> asshole he should have fucking pulled her that would have been a nice fucking thing well, that guy you know? doesn't seem like a nice guy that, yeah he was a douche she didn't want to fucking help her so you see the humor of life <clears throat> everything Anything, any kind of humor. If I see a baby fall, I'll find some sort of way to make fun of it. And it's not even an intentional way. Like, babies fall like some adults fall. Old adults, like, they fall apart. Boop, boop, boop. And, like, that's funny. 
cool. You know? Oh, how is, like, dating life? Like, is it easy doing comedy and dating? It's not easy because a lot of people think that, oh, this is just a hobby. You're just doing this for fun. Why are you always doing that? You know, I don't know why my voice went like that to, like, the whole... <laughs> Why are you doing that? You're on every night. You don't ever want to spend time with me. Why don't you come home? I'm home alone. It's like I need to get the stage time. It's not like New York where I can go up two, three times a week and get like 20 state, uh, 20, hit the mic 20 times. Fair enough. Here we have to hustle every night, only hit maybe a, a mic, maybe two mics if that. Do you ever so, bring a girl to, you, to a mic or a show? I bring friends, but you acquaintances. Never... I don't like bringing females to a show unless it's like a really big show. Okay. Because you know, I want them to see the full creation. I don't want, you know, I don't want to bring them into that life of me hustling, grinding, and trying to fight for everything. Because that's like a, it's a grimy kind of life. You know what I mean? Not grimy. It's a grinding kind of life. I don't want them to get lost in the sauce. Grade yourself. What would you honestly I feel? I don't like to grade myself because I feel like if you grade, like okay, I have the utmost confidence in anything I do. It comes like work wise, performance wise. Like I feel like I'm gonna go on stage and I'm gonna kill it. I'm gonna crush. It. That's the mindset I go on the stage every time. But. I don't like to grade myself though because I feel like when you're doing that and you're trying to put yourself at a level where like oh I'm this good and you know I don't want to say I'm that good I want to reach greatness I don't want to put a level on myself now so that way I feel like I'm staying stagnant I say yeah I'm okay I'm getting better which I'm always improving I think so because yeah. I'd rather hear the masses say oh my god you're so good you're amazing than to me think about that myself because the moment I feel like I start thinking about it mm-hmm. I feel like I'm gonna just plateau, and I don't want that. I want to achieve greatness. I want to keep hustling. It's almost like a sports mentality. Once you think you're good, you stay at good. Mm-hmm. I think I'm alright. I know I can rock a mic, but I can always improve and get better. I'm gonna keep pushing he's, it. He's better than all right. Man. A little bit competitive, or do you see the competitiveness to this? There's always gonna, there's always gonna be a competitiveness, Lord. I want to get this over this guy, like, but I don't look at it like that. I try not to, because mm-hmm. then it creates mentally for some people an anger towards like, oh, why are they getting this? And I'm like, no. My time will come. I just got to keep grinding and keep hustling. My opportunities will come. If not, I'll go make my own opportunity somewhere else and get it. I'm not sitting here trying to, like, I envy. Like, I push. And, like, I don't know if envy is the right word, but I, I uh, try to push and uplift every comic I know that I'm personal friends with that's doing something better than I am. Why? Because, cool, they have that spot. They deserve that spot, according to somebody, which is fine. I'm going to push you to succeed the best you can because mm. I'm a friend. I'm going to support you all the way, you know. I reciprocate whatever people give back to me. I have friends that have hit spots where they've seen me get something before them, but they've, you know, you got this, bro. Do that. Yes. That's how I feel friendship should be in this comedy shit where I'm not jealous about what you got. Don't be jealous about what I got because when I got it, you got it. I'm going to try to bring you on just like you're going to try to bring me on. There's only a handful of comics I run with that do that, you know? That's smart. Yeah, that's great. And, I, and, I, and even if I'm not cool with you like that, I still push everybody to do great. You know, good job, cool. I'm glad you got on that show. That's awesome, amazing. If I can come out and show support, I'm gonna come show support. That's I like that. I like the every positive. Like you are. Well, I was gonna say this. Like, what's your style of comedy? But I just feel like it's positive every time I hear you. Never. It's not. It's not positive on what I, mean, I talk about. <laughs> I'm a your, very positive, upbeat, happy person. Yeah. So I can talk about some fucked up situations. I've never seen you mad or happy, sad upbeat. or anything. I don't like to, I don't like turning to the Hulk, man. I don't want to turn to the Hulk and get mad and hurt somebody. I mean, I'm a big dude. I start running at you. If I hit you, it's going to hurt. No, but I always, like, what is your style of comedy? What do you say it as? I just try to be funny, man. Me being, my style of comedy is, uh, the way I see it, my style of comedy is whatever comes to mind and is funny. If it's a fucked up situation, I'm going to paint the picture so you can understand what I see and get the humor out of it. Almost like a, a, a Burt Kreischer, a, a, 
Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle. I'm not saying I'm like him. I'm nothing like him. But I take little tidbits of what he's done and like I can learn a little bit on like, oh, I see how you painted this beautiful piece. So you're just taking the qualities from different comics that you admire. I want to take the best qualities of all the comics I like and try to put them in one comic. Some comics like to say they don't watch comedy specials because they don't want to like, uh, they don't want to be whoever they're watching. Do you think that happens? I watch a lot of comedy. If you watch when Kevin I'm, Hart, you see a person that up mic trying to sound like him. When I'm trying to work on new material, this is weird. When I'm trying to work on new material and come up with new ideas, I don't like to watch stand-up. Because I feel like when I watch a video of a comic doing something, it, it'll it create a brainstorming on me. Like, oh, I see where they came out. I don't want to come close to doing something similar to what they're doing. If I'm working on it at the brainstorming stage, trying to make a joke, create a joke, write it out. But if I'm doing... A couple, if I have a couple weeks where I'm just doing like mics and shows where like I know I'm ready what I'm working on I'm good I'll watch some stand up comedy because then it might you know spark some excitement out of me for what I know like hey I'm not trying nothing new until two weeks from now because mm-hmm. I got all this stuff lined up to keep working on this stuff when I get there you know I saw this video sparked up some creativity but nothing of that sort you know maybe I'll have you know that excitement when I get to start writing something else will come out do you, know? you sit yourself down and force the jokes out or you just you just keep your mind open I keep my mind open to everything I I I try to be vigilant of everything happening. What advice would you give yourself now? And what would you, before you started saying, what would you give your advice? That now before you I started doing, comedy? Yeah. Like when you were going to go do it, was, what would you have told yourself? To leave that relationship I was in and chase it full. Word. Because it turned out not, because me, okay. If you're saying like what I know now in life, if I can go back to when I wanted to start doing comedy like seven years ago originally. What would I tell myself? Hey, this relationship is going to end drastically. Just leave it now while it start before it, when it's at the start and chase your dream full on. Yeah. That, that's what I would tell myself. Well, you know, thank you for letting me interview you. Appreciate you, man. I, yeah. This I interview swear. was supposed to be like three minutes long. It turned out to be like 20. It's cool. Oh, that's like 17, but whatever. So I ain't worry about it. Well, you are my favorite comedian. Uh, thank you for this. I uh, hope we can do this another time. Hell yeah. Uh, well, go Once kill again, it tonight. Um, <laughs> I actually changed my uh, Instagram. It's hey, it's Ronald. And, and I'm Funny Ginger Rican, and this has been Quick Takes with Ronald Prayball, and that's a wrap. <laughs> Thanks.